Long weekend, an extra day off, mm -hmm. kids go back to school, yeah. cider and donuts and pumpkin spices in the air. Official. Mmm, delicious. Also in the air, and we might possibly talk about this later, the smell of Nike's burning. Mmm, mm. smells like fall. Ooh, yummy. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really, honestly, it's, I know some people are annoyed with it, but on Facebook, it is one of my favorite days of the mm. year when everybody has their back to school photos right it's and so we cute. were sarah put up our at pop that culture detroit sign very nice yes and then i realized that we sent our kid to, kid to school without any type of visual aid. oh it didn't I say what like, what wait is he first or wait what grade is jonah now uh, he went into second grade went into second grade yeah okay, so we yes. could have used the ghostbusters two fingers i could have just <laughs> photoshopped them in two yes two. yes if you go to at Pop That Culture Detroit, then you can see one of my old school photos. Hey. I'm not sure what grade that is on our Facebook page. Um, it may be like, it might be second grade for me actually. I'm thinking right. it's like either second or third grade. I'm very <laughs> small, I'm very small, and I have a lot of bangs happening right here. Yeah, speaking of bangs, I was going to respond with my, I think it was either first grade or second grade picture. Yeah. And speaking of bangs, I've got the Asian bowl cut. <laughs> Like it's like, oh, they, they put a coconut on this kid's head. What's going on? <laughs> Straight bangs. Nice. Oh, so all the, the uh, kiddos are back in school, and now they're also ramping up with TV shows. Mm-hmm. So they've got the new fall lineups starting on a lot of networks, and then a lot of shows that are regular five-day-a-week shows right. have started their new fall season, like Ellen. Oh, yes. One of my favorites. Ellen came back this week on Tuesday, and she had her first episode of the, I think it's her 16th season, which it's really, it, it feels like she's been there for more than 16 seasons, but yeah. And so she's all signed up and ready to go, and her first guest was Nicki Minaj. Hmm. Now, Ellen airs during the daytime. Mm -hmm. She's got a lot of moms and, you know, very, like, pg people uh -huh. watching her show yes. oh, I, i'm dancing oh I'm, I'm giving away stuff to schools i'm doing fun stuff uh. whatever and then she has Nicki minaj on and i'm actually not gonna blame Nicki minaj for this oh no at all no. because ellen just goes right in for the questions about who is she dating and then starts to ask Nicki minaj about specifics in her mm. love life and how she likes to maintain that love life and it is a lot of information coming from somebody for daytime television. Right. So here is episode one of the new season of Ellen and the Nicki Minaj sex talk. I'm not sure if this is a if, if this is an easy thing for these guys that to to uh, accommodate or or not. But you enjoy um, exercising three times a day. <laughs> and <laughs> well, I would say that's what you say. Yes, it, it, you know, it depends. If you have someone that you don't see on a regular basis, it's not like if you're living with the person and you see them every night. But if you see them, uh, you know, like a once or twice a week, mm -hmm. then yeah, three times a night. When I see you, three times a night. Okay. 
And, and if, if you can't hang, goodbye. I'm, really. I'm not wasting my time. When you say three times, is it spread out over the night or just three times right away? It has to be, well, no more than a half an hour between each thing. Uh-huh. No more than a half hour. And then I understand you don't enjoy being touched or cuddled afterwards. I hate cuddling after. I hate all, every man who likes cuddling, it's like, you know what it is, Ellen? It's like, once I get mine, if I feel really, really great, leave me alone. Go away. Go and make me some food or a sandwich or something. Go make a sandwich. Go make a sandwich. Uh -huh. Like, first of all, I don't, I know you all are thinking, I can't believe Ellen is talking about this on her show. I always feel so, like, uh, uh, rated R on Ellen. I'm sorry. I try to be nice and, you know, but she pushes, you see, she's doing this. <laughs> don't blame me, network. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, I, I almost wish we had your mic up during the, yeah, I, <laughs> during the clip because Joe was just like, well, this is, this is yeah. ridiculous. I, uh, first of all, I think uh, Nicki Minaj, I do find her attractive. Yeah, she's beautiful. But as she's talking about that, I'm just, I'm feeling myself cramp up. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, oh my gosh, that just sounds exhausting. Like, you know, I can get with it. If you don't want to cuddle, that's cool. If you want me to get carry out, that's cool. But in Detroit, middle of the night, you're going to have to drive a little bit, right? Well, she you said know? you could just make her a sandwich. I know, get but your still, ass in the kitchen you got to get an apron on. It's all chafing. and knife and some bread. Yeah, it just, that exhausts me. And so, you know, it leads me to think, you know, I mean, well, geez, what, what would Rihanna want, right? I mean, would she... I can't even imagine. Would she be just as exhausted? Yes. But with a name like Minaj, like, I mean, well. she's kind of giving you a warning. You were hoping like, that there would be a Minaj with her just so you could have another dude to tap in. Dude! So you could take a break. No. You no. tap out. You let somebody no, else no, take no, over. You're like, I'm gonna be over here. I'm just, I gotta, yeah. I gotta get my. I'm gonna pull a hammy. I might have but, like a protein shake. Gotcha. I will be back. This yeah. person will take care mm -hmm. of you in I this menage. Gotta put some new uh, insoles in, <laughs> otherwise my arches are gonna fall tonight. You know, do the. Uh, you put a, you're like fully naked except for a back break because yeah. you're just like well, this is. Uh, so God. much work. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like when you have that really smart UPS guy that shows up wearing right. the belt already? Because he knows what he's in for at work. He's like, oh, lifting heavy packages today. <laughs> Joe, what do you have? Well, yeah, a shack's next to the bed. Hey, Joe, I thought you needed some icy hot. Here's icy hot, please. So, you know, that's where it's like, you know, that's what you would need. Like, yeah. you know, with that, with that session, you right. would expect... People standing at the side of the bed holding cups of water. <laughs> and like the first one you slam, you throw down the cup. The second one you just splash in your face. Oh, I can do it. Woo, I'm almost there. There's a Woo! crowd sitting at the end of the bed. When you, when you break the ribbon and they cheer for you. But then then like 20 minutes later, the other guy, the walker, comes right. behind. And it's, a, it's like a 5K. That's the problem. <laughs> so too much. Not too many people can do what she needs them to do. No. So she's very, she's picky. She only wants people right. in her life who can keep up with her. Right. Maybe like 22-year-old Joe. 22. Right. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm, I'm all good. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Now, <sighs> some guys might want to try and keep up with her by using a little blue pill. Mm. A little Viagra. Action. Oh, not Dimetap. Uh, no. Oh, in God. Case no. Your sinuses I mean, if that's your problem. Yeah. Uh, but come to find out, there is a new study. Hmm. Now, we need more study on this, but there is a new study coming out of Greece. Saying, of course it's I mean, coming out of Greece. But it's still, it's a medical study. Uh. It's not like just some dude who lives on the island and is like, hey, I think this. Uh, but there is a medical study that says 
that uh, olive oil. Hmm. Oh, Popeye! Might be just as good oh, for extra virgin. Right. Well, we don't know what olive oil's uh. been into lately, but um, that you, if you have nine spoonfuls at least in your diet mm. per week, yeah, that it could be just as effective for male potency hmm. as Viagra. This message brought to you by the Grecian Coalition of Olive Oil Farmers. <laughs> yes. I, um, we consume quite a bit of olive oil in the right. Santos household. On salads, uh, we use it for cooking. It's uh, really, it's, yeah. it's the all-purpose all mm -hmm. oil. You can yes. use it for a million different things. Mm -hmm. But apparently the heart healthiness of it is good and the vascular problems that some guys mm. might have with erectile dif dysfunction. Yes. This, this helps with that to open up the blood vessels and blah, blah, bliggity, blah. So we'll see mm. if this continues uh, to be something where people are like, step away from the medication, which may or may not have side effects, and uh -huh. put you in the hospital if you've been in a certain situation for more than four hours, and step towards natural oil. What if you wash down your Viagra mm -hmm. with olive oil? Would that be like super boner potency? Yes. I mean. You're just like hedging your bets. You're like, yes. one of these two things is I am yes. going to be amazing. You're like, bring on Nicki Minaj, <laughs> man. I'm ready. Three times, one night. Woo. Half an hour in between to recoup. Well, the funny part about Viagra was uh, a friend of mine who happens to be a physician told uh -huh. me about the study uh, that discovered the benefits of Viagra. Because Viagra wasn't, you know, there wasn't some guy over at uh, Pfizer at a conference table going, you know, Bill, I think we need a boner pill. <laughs> and uh, we're going to make it little and blue. And uh, men all over the world will be able to conceive babies long after their penises give out. No, that's not what happened. Viagra is actually a medication that is designed to help the cardiovascular system. And a byproduct of which. Right. Well, what happened was during clinical studies, they happened to notice. <laughs> they were like, why uh, is right. a circus in town for every man on this trial? Exactly. They, <laughs> they noticed in the, in, the, in the clinical records, and I'm not, this is not even a JoJo. I believe it. They noticed during the clinical trials that a large majority of their test subjects had erections. And not we're not talking about the toys where you build stuff no and you have like little nuts and no. bolts no they had they were flying at full mast right and they're like hmm well if this doesn't solve the world's cardiovascular issues perhaps we can rebrand it into a boner pill and so they did mm. but olive oil's coming for you viagra mm. we'll see if you're able to defend yourself now, somebody else that ended up having to defend himself, I mean, he didn't even realize this was going right. to happen or that anyone would notice or care, really. Right. But um, there was an actor on the Cosby show. He didn't have a big character. Um, he played Elvin. He was the husband of Sandra, yeah. like, like the oldest daughter. So Sandra, like the least recognized child of the Huxtables. I sometimes forget that Sandra was even a kid exactly. on the show. Exactly. And then, you know what? And then a different world cleared everything up because Lisa Bonet moved on. And then right. Sandra was a little bit more. And then he had the whole thing with uh, well, a little oh, Raven, Raven Simone. yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Ooh, now you, got, you got it all I'm in feeling there. like I just had a night with Nicki Minaj. That's all <laughs> exhausting and stuff. So his character was her husband, and they always kind of made fun of him. Like he was sort of like a not manly enough character. Right. He was kind of wussy or whatever. And um, he has had different acting jobs throughout his life, but it's been, you know, sparse. Mm -hmm. Kind of been on and off. I guess he's done some directing. He worked on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia a mm -hmm. little bit. 
um, and uh, he's in a couple of other shows, but they, you know, not enough to necessarily count on to pay all the bills. Right. And so as of the last 15 months, he had a job. I think he was a bagger uh, working at Trader Joe's. Why not? They're fun. You can wear Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. JoJo's are good cookies. Yes. Yeah, so Jeffrey Owens working at Trader Joe's. Every once in a while, he said people would look at him and be like, are you? Did you? And he said everyone was cool about it mm. and like nobody bothered him. But then somebody took a picture of him and leaked it to, I think it was Fox News and Reddit and put mm -hmm. it out there. And then all of a sudden there's all these stories job shaming him for former Cosby actor on Tough Times because right. he's working at Trader Joe's. It's, no, I mean, if you voluntarily apply for a job at Trader Joe's, I think you know damn well what you're getting into, right? Sure. Um, if you apply for a greeter at Walmart or wherever, you know, I don't see any shame in doing that. If you know what you want to do, I'm quite sure that he was wanting to go full bore into acting and directing and everything. He would find a way to do it, but he might be one of the guys, those guys that's so down to earth that this is fine for him and he doesn't care what you think. You know, he wanted a part-time job that would allow him to still take an acting job here or do an audition there mm -hmm. or do whatever yeah. so to keep his dream kind of alive but at the same time he knew that he still had to support himself and his family right. so he is also doing this part-time work at Trader Joe's and so there were people who were job shaming him and then there was a backlash on the job shamers and people saying that job these job shamers are complete a-holes mm -hmm. and then he ended up doing a sit-down interview with Robin Roberts and all of a sudden out of this and he said you know there's dignity in all work and you know no mm -hmm. no job is necessarily better than the other and tyler perry started seeing all these stories about him and how mm -hmm. cool he is he's like i totally respect anybody you know who's got the hustle to keep their dream alive right. or whatever and tyler perry has a show on own network called the have and have nots mm -hmm. and he's like i would love it if you would come to work for me and thank we'll you try tyler to find perry. you a job now uh, Jeffrey Owens is like, listen, I don't want people to just offer me jobs because I happen to be a viral story. He's mm -hmm. like, I want to audition if I'm the right guy for the job. Right. Then awesome, hire me. But don't, mm -hmm. he like doesn't want a, like a pity job. Yeah. He doesn't want a pity acting job. <laughs> this is where Tyler Perry goes, okay, Bill, we're going to hire this guy. It's, <laughs> no, no, it's going to be great on social media. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Listen, get a couple of your buddies. We're going to have a casting call. <laughs> and he's going to get the right equipment. A clicker. All right. So he is, you know, sort of in a really good place right now um, because he's going to be able to maybe have some more mm -hmm. acting jobs. And then at the box office, still in a really good place mm. right now, crazy rich Asians. Do you think there is a certain amount of subliminal suggestion happening here? It's huge at the box office. It would have been called crazy poor Asians. Would it not make money? Or crazy uh, middle-income Asians. <laughs> you know what? I don't. You think that the, there's only success in this movie because subliminally people are hearing like money in the title, and so they want to spend their money on it. Maybe. Or since the word "crazy" is in the title, people are crazy about it. This is the most successful rom-com, just any rom-com, in the last ten years. Wow. The last money, the last movie that made relatively around the same money, I think, was The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. And really? Yeah. I like that movie, by I the way. I did, too. Yeah. I know a lot of people hate on it and think it's really dumb, but I actually thought you it was kind of charming. I think of The Proposal as the prequel to The Green Lantern, 
where Sandra Why? Bullock doesn't <laughs> know that she's dating a the future lantern. lantern. <laughs> okay. So anyway. But yeah, so this movie has brought in, over the course of, I think it's only like three weeks now, $117 million, which wow. for a romantic comedy is bananas. Like, it, that's crazy. Rich Asians. Uh, you know, I see an opportunity here. I'm guessing. What did we report on this? Is this, isn't like the sequel? Like, yes, they're already gonna. Yep, they're already gonna do the sequel. I think they're going in the wrong direction. I think that what they need to do is use the brand and expand out to different ethnicities. So the next one will be crazy rich Scandinavians, <laughs> and it'll be all like high cheekbone people. Oh, I love you, yeah. Oh. You know, it, you know, because oh, people then, with blonde hair and blue yeah. eyes and fair skin never get work. Yeah, crazy rich South Americans. <laughs> Crazy rich Antarctic research scientists. Sure. You know, I mean, the opportunities are endless. Don't stop with the Asians. The Asians are only the first course. Let's go around the world. Yes. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Again, in that conference room I always talk about, there's a globe. There's a globe and there's a Lex Luthor like guy walking <laughs> Spin around the room. It, pick a country. Yes. And do you know, a gentlemen, comedy. we can unseat the MCU as the top moneymaker in the box office. <laughs> By doing crazy, he spins the globe. Rich. People from San Marino, that tiny country in Europe. Yeah! <laughs> now, there were uh, two guys that have also gained some fame because they were inspired by the movie Crazy Rich Asians. And I am so proud of what <laughs> they were able to pull off in a McDonald's. And we will show it to you next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a five-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. <laughs> Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. And we're here with producer David. Just, yes. Um, just getting it out of our system during the commercials here. <laughs> Ooh. 
Oh, yeah, God. boy. That's what happens when we don't see each other for four days. Yeah, right? yeah, mm -hmm. that's what happens. We save up all the dirty jokes <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for each other oh my God. in oh. the in-between. David, you are a funny guy. Yes. <laughs> now, mm. we uh, before the break, we were talking about Crazy Rich Asians, the movie, and how mm. super successful it is, and how Joe would like it to start a trend with uh, right. other ethnicities, possibly. Yes. Or know. at least cast me as an extra. Just an extra. <laughs> So, um, there are some other people who were inspired by the movie. There were these two college students, University of Houston students, who are Filipino-American. Yay! Yay! Filipinos! And they were sitting at McDonald's, and they happened to notice there were lots of photos around the McDonald's of allegedly people who love McDonald's. Mm -hmm. They're having a good time, like, hey, I'm eating a yeah. fry. I'm playing tennis. Yeah, wee! And... Um, but in none of the pictures was anybody Asian hmm. in any way, shape, or Surpr form. Asian. No, seriously, surprise. When you're Asian, you just get, this kind of stuff sticks out to you. You just get used to no representation ever. Do you know how many times I have watched the Lee Greenwood video in slow motion looking for a person that's looked like me? <laughs> I'm just saying. You're proud to be an American. Yeah, I'm like, wait, wait, maybe in between, like, if I look between the heads of these right. two, maybe there's a guy wait, in wait, the back, wait. and I'm oh, like, maybe. Oh, hello, I can see you. <laughs> you know? No, no such luck. <laughs> So they noticed not only were none of the people in the photographs Asian, but that there was a wall in the restaurant that was relatively mm. blank. Yes. That looked like it needed a picture. Oh, yeah. It needed a little something-something mm. there. So they legitimately studied all the other photos, the kinds of locations, the kinds of shots they were, <laughs> and they went out and they had uh, someone help them do a photo shoot with the two of them. Mm -hmm. And they edited it and made sure that they had the you know McDonald's fries or a snack in their hand or whatever. They uploaded the photo to Office Depot, had <laughs> Office Depot print it as big as possible, <laughs> put sticky stuff on the back, because you're not going to bring like a hammer and nails and be no. able to pull this operation no. off. Probably that, the 3M yeah, stuff yeah, that, that doesn't you can damage release the later. Exactly. Yes. And, uh, and then one of the two students also went and got... Um, they went to a resale shop and they found someone had left an old McDonald's uniform shirt. This is, this is, you know what this is? The universe is saying, if you guys don't do this, I'm going to be I so mean, pissed. Right, because how many times uh -huh. have you been to Salvation Army? Right. I never see uniform shirts exactly. there. Maybe I'm not looking hard enough, but anyway. <laughs> so um, he wore black pants and his McDonald's shirt. And the, he actually physically went on his computer and made a badge and like wore a walkie-talkie. Uh. And he had his friends sneak in the picture and kind of like have it by their table. And they waited until nobody was looking. And then here's how it all went down. We loaded the poster up in my dad's car and met our friends there. Bro, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> I wore a jacket covering my uniform and waited till the coast was clear from any employees. Once the coast was clear, I would take off my jacket and I would tell Christian Cassandra how to position it. What I love uh, is that like the McDonald's uniforms now are gray, but right. nobody cares. Nobody There's just no an M on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. Nobody nobody noticed that these people were putting it up. Nobody I mean, they did such a great job. And this sign 
is still up. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that anybody knows anything about it nationally is because the one kid um, took a picture of him and his friend sitting in the booth that's in front of the picture right. of them, and he put it on his Twitter, and I think it went out on Reddit and something else. And then it became known to McDonald's corporate. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, this is great. And we try to have inclusivity with uh -huh. all people. And we, yep. you know, we enjoy having you at our store, whatever. But as far as I know, as of Tuesday, this picture of these two dudes was still up in that McDonald's. They right. did not take it down. So listen, Mr. McDonald's franchisee in Houston, leave it up because people are going to come to your store to look at it. Yep. And they'll probably, why are all these Asians eating here? <laughs> oh my gosh. Here's the problem. Okay. I, I will say. Oh, okay. Please. Yeah. Filipinos are like the mutt Asians, and I'm dead serious because okay. in Asia, like, first of all, a lot of people don't, don't, don't know that, oh, you're Filipino? Where is that? It's part of Asia. Right. Therefore, we are Asian because I think Asian, Chinese and Japanese, maybe Korean. We don't know, but there's, you know, India and Pakistan and Malaysia. There's even Asia in Malaysia. <laughs> they put but, it in the title. Right. So... Filipinos, we have been occupied by so many people from around the world. We have non-Asian last names. We look like every other people from it's Asia. True, you got Santos. That's right. Hello, Spanish. We're, most of us are Catholic. And so people are like, we know you're from somewhere, but where? Hawaii? Are you from Polynesia? So they didn't get the most Asian-looking people. They got like the mutts of Asia on there. So right. maybe this is a good thing? Maybe it's a bad thing? No, I just think it's – I just love them because – they not only went with a, a fun spirit into this, mm. but they also went for accuracy, yes. which I fully enjoy. Oh, the I research mean, is amazing. That picture looks exactly like any of the other yeah. ones that you saw in that play. It's no wonder nobody noticed because it looks like right. the person that shot the McDonald's photo yeah. shot their photo. This picture is fake news. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's enjoyable fake I news. I feel bad for these guys, though, because you know what's happening? Hmm. You know what's happening at home? What? The parents are like, you know, June... You put so much effort into doing this, and it looks so good. How come you're not doing that with your studies? <laughs> How come you're not doing this with your studies? You could be a doctor or a lawyer. Instead, you're out there with your friends eating at McDonald's. <laughs> That's what they're doing. You're you not don't, speaking from experience or you're anything, You're not going to church all day. How come you're putting time? Did that cost you? Did you pay for that? <laughs> That's what's happening. Oh, God. You know, I wish uh, Lindsay Lohan's parents would have come down on her a little harder, like it sounds like your parents oh, came wow. down on you. <laughs> I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. Oh, yeah, if they were just a little less uh, invested in just using her as a workhorse and making money off of her, right. maybe more invested in her mental health. I don't know. Yeah. She went off the rails, possibly after doing a number of rails. Mm. I'm not sure. But she disappeared <laughs> for a while and now has come back. She has a reality show because she's opened up a beach club in Mykonos. Mm. And people are loving it because she is still just a train wreck but has figured out how to sort of harness her train wreckery into something that can still actually get her a paycheck. Right. I think of this as, imagine if Mr. Rourke did speedballs. Yeah. Yes. Very much so. Right? So, um, you know, we had a number of videos on this show, and you saw a million videos of everybody doing the In My Feelings, Drake, the Kiki, Do You Love Me, that whole thing. So that dance challenge went huge and mm. everywhere and everybody was doing it and now it looks like and she herself is also trying to push it like she really wants this to happen um people might be doing the lindsey lohan mykonos dance challenge mm. because they're out there having a, a dance party by her mykonos beach club and then lindsey decided to tear up the dance floor in a very unique way oh. 
Honey, this is how you throw a party, amigo knows, bitch. A ton of celebrities have already done videos where they do like the leg and then the hair flip mm -hmm. and then the leg and then the back down. <laughs> and so it's just, it's, it's starting to actually catch on with mm. wildfire. So you may, I know that we had um, the video from, uh, what was it, Glenda Lewis from Channel 7 yes. <laughs> doing her Drake and My Felix Challenge dance video. At some point, you might see, I don't know, Jason Carr doing the mm. Lindsay Lohan Mykonos dance. Yes, I would TV love to see Jason soon. Carr do that. <laughs> because it's a coming. It's going to happen. Oh, you know what else is going to happen? <laughs> are we, are we ready for this? We're not ready for it. <laughs> we didn't want it. And he may have been joking, but I think he's actually kind of serious. Mm. Uh, it looks like they're making another Police Academy movie. Oh, boy. I always thought there were more than seven, but apparently there were. It just I felt think they're in like, the double digits, right? It just felt like there were more than seven. But if this happens, as Steve Gutenberg has threatened mm. that it's going to, uh, it looks like we're going to have Police Academy 25? Just, just eight, yes. Somebody uh, tweeted at Steve Gutenberg and said, what are you going to do, another Police Academy movie? And Steve Gutenberg basically wrote back, like, oh, it's happening. Eight's going to happen. Get ready for it. It's Let's coming at you. Let's crowdfund it. What if it's awesome? <laughs> what if it's, like, almost as good as one and everything else was put together was almost as good as two? I didn't realize Gutenberg only did four of them. Yeah, he dropped a Kim Cattrall. She was. I she know had a she thigh shot in the yeah, first yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, this is the this is gonna be the police academy where Michael Winslow starts making sound effects and his dentures <laughs> oh, pop one. out. He's doing a <laughs> fake helicopter. Whoop! There goes his teeth. Oh God. Uh, so. As long as I, I want, if they do this, I'm sorry. I, I we have to do. You have to have this in a future police academy. Okay. Although, um, what's his name? Um, who was it? Uh, Blossom's uh, stepdad. Not Blossom. Punky Brewster. Okay. Punky Brewster, who does the podium thing. You know, it's a running gag in Police Academy. Okay. You, you have way more Police Academy knowledge than I do. I know Michael Winslow, whoop, whoop, whoop. And I know yeah. Bobcat Goldthwait. I know Kim yeah. Cattrall was in it. And I know when I was little, I used to think Steve Gutenberg was cute. And then, and no mas, no more. Okay, but so uh, George Gaines was the yes. commandant of the, God rest his soul. Yeah. Was the commandant of the Police Academy. And one of the running gags was, was that there would be a, a woman of the night uh -huh. in the podium where he'd give a speech. And you'd hear a zipper oh. go down. And so okay. they have to do something with that, but he's dead. Um, and you really don't want him to do, like, the ghost CGI no, footage that they've done like, for some movies no. to, like, make it look like he's still... Because like, no. Police Academy's not spending, like, uh -uh. Star Wars or Blade Runner mm -hmm. mo money on, you know, recreating a computer-generated that right. guy. Well, you know what they could do is they could do... Um, each of the actors could come back but play a different character. Going So, like, Kim Cattrall could come back as Samantha uh -huh. <laughs> going to the Police Academy. Okay. Right? No? Sure. Okay. Listen, Kim Cattrall is not going to go anywhere near Police Academy 8. I think she keeps on emailing IMDb. Can you please take me on? <laughs> if people oh. could just forget. Yeah, my, my career starts with mannequin. <laughs> and it ends with Sex and the City. Yeah. Whoop, I have it. two credits, mannequin and Sex and the City. <laughs> Get rid of Star Trek 6 and Police right. Academy. Done. Oh, oh, we do have some uh, Star Trek news. That I know. I think you're excited. I I'm think, so I think Joe's excited. No idea. Just I like if you could see. Well, you can see kind of under this table, which maybe you shouldn't be, because I think right. Joe's excited about I, this. It's, it looks like I've been consuming large quantities of olive oil. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you uh, that hot Star Trek news when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy, and I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles 
and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure where we try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com Fridays with PodQuesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Back to pop that culture. What is this? It's Roy Clark of the Hee Haw fame. Oh god! It's tips of your fingers. I mean, I know why he chose the fingers part. Roy Clark, Buck Owens. We have a we have a story coming up about what you should never do with chicken fingers. But uh, no, I was not a Hee Haw fan. Oh oh! oh, Did we just break up? Your face! How could you not like Hee Haw? Because it was Hee Haw. He Hong Lawrence Welk were two, oh. and Tom Jones were huge parts of. They, they every day that DNA is part of the show. Yeah. I was gonna pitch to you a bit where you and I are in a cornfield and <laughs> we pop up wearing Daisy Dukes and plaid shirts that uh-huh. are tied and we're showing our abs uh-huh. and we tell a, a zinger and then we duck down and then David pops up and he does the same with Andy and then there's a rim shot and we. Yeah. No. That's not going to happen. I tell you what it sounds like it is going to happen, though, is a Quentin Tarantino-directed Star Trek movie. I love it. We've been hearing rumors about it for a while. Now it sounds like it's really more in the looks-like-it's-going-to-happen stage because Mm. they have a screenwriter for the movie. And I can't remember where he was from. Oh, he wrote The Revenant. So the screenwriter from The Revenant is doing a screenwriting treatment of a new Star Trek movie for mm. Quentin Tarantino. And if he likes the script, then Tarantino's like, giddy up and I'll direct. So it's going to be Captain Kirk on a planet with a lot of <laughs> snow being chased by a wolf. Uh-huh. Um, Sleeping s- in a bear. Right. So 
about uh, six, nine months ago or something like that, Quentin Tarantino called up J.J. Abrams and said, hey, J.J. Quentin. Because yeah. they're all on a first name Oosh, basis. I mean, please, yeah. And he, uh, and J.J.'s like, Quentin who? <laughs> you know, Pulp Fiction. You know me. You know, me. Uh, uh, you know Kill Bill. Kill who? So anyway, uh, Quentin Tarantino says, I have an idea for a Star Trek movie. It's going to be rated R. And J.J.'s like, I'm all ears. And uh, so, yes, it's going to be supposedly the first rated R Star Trek movie. And Does Quentin Star T- Trek need to be rated yes. R? Yes. I, I need know more they... than Mr. Data saying the <laughs> S word. That's what we need. I know that he, he wants the horrors of space to be made more real, that there yeah. are more real consequences mm-hmm. for when things go wrong in yeah. this Star Trek universe. So the but... Enterprise pulls in at a truck stop. And there's all these lot lizards, and they're like the Gorn, where Captain, you know, like the Gorn, the the lizard that Captain sure. Kirk bought. So those are lot lizards in Star Trek. Okay. Oh, the horrors of space. Yes, the horrors oh. of space. <laughs> I thought you meant the. No, uh. the uh, the Star Trek universe is having a little bit of a hiccup right now because the third one didn't Fourth. go. Oh, no, no, go on. Sorry. Didn't go uh, as well as planned. They mm. thought it would make more money than it did. Right. People weren't all over it. And so now they're trying to get the fourth one going, and it looks like Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth are kind of stepping away, and then there's been sort of battles over salaries, and if those guys aren't in it, well, I mean, yeah. especially if Chris Pine says yeah. no. I love uh, Chris Pine as Captain Kirk. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Maybe it's Radar because there's a sex scene. And so maybe like a third string officer is, you know, on the bench. So they'd be <laughs> riding the pine. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> it looks like the resurrection may only happen if this Quentin Tarantino thing goes forward. And he would use the people that have been in these J.J. Abrams versions, mm-hmm. um, which would be fascinating and not at all what they are used to. So. I just, for me, I know you're a bigger Star Trek fan than I am, and I do love very much, mm. but um, I don't need a Quentin Tarantino, blood and guts, super ultra-violent. Do. Where I don't. Uma Thurman comes in and cuts no. everybody's heads off. No. Uma Thurman could be a Klingon. Oh, she could. Oh, my God, that bat left, and everybody's guts are <laughs> coming out, and it's all like green blood for the Vulcans. Uh. Oh, my God. Well, you know, Carl Urban says that he really thinks that it's not over with uh, the Chris's. Okay. Who are the who are the Hollywood Chris's right now? Hemsworth, Pine, uh, Pratt. Yes. Uh, and uh, Evans. Evans. And Evans. Ca- Captain America. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of hot Chris's in Hollywood right now, and I am not mad at it. I also am not entirely mad at the next little video thing that went viral. Um, it's weird, mm. but I'll tell you why I'm not completely weirded out by it. And why is that? Because. I usually, when I'm having lunch, Mm. I'm drinking like a Diet Coke. Yes. And that Diet Coke and my lunch are going to get mixed up in Mm. my mouth and my belly anyway. Right. So a a woman at the U.S. Open was sitting at a table with her son, her young Mm -hmm. son. And it wasn't her young son that was doing weird stuff with chicken fingers. It was the lady who dunked her chicken finger in her Coca-Cola. Let's Mm. see if we can get a look at that. Listen, look at that, dipping the... And people on Twitter were like, we are dealing with a straight-up psychopath. Did that woman just dunk her chicken finger in her pop? That's not a dipping sauce, but I'm sort of contending... Like I said, it all is going to kind of end up in your mouth like that anyway. If if it's Coke, what if somebody said, hi, would you like to dip your chicken fingers in our new caramel vanilla? 
Oh. And you oh, I'd love to try it. And it was just Coke. Right, because we've all sort of gotten on board with the idea, or I, maybe I just think everyone's on mm. board with the idea of dipping French fries in, in like frosties. a Wendy's Frosty. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Like salty, sweet. And we, as mm. we've established on this show, Coke specifically, if you try the Mexican Coke, which we found mm. out about because producer David, um, is very sweet. So you're getting a salty, sweet combo here right. with dipping your chicken finger in the Coca-Cola. Yeah. I, I think people would be more U.S. open-minded. <laughs> so I, here's the thing. To each their own. Yeah. I don't personally have a problem with this. I think it tastes, I would imagine it tastes pretty good. I honestly would think it would taste pretty good. Because, I mean, think about barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce is basically sugar, sugar, smoke, sugar, sugar. flavor, and Worcestershire. Yeah. And if there's one problem I have with this entire thing, is and visualize this because it freaks me out is when you dip your chicken finger into the fluid yes and you see the grease swirls in the oh, coke oh i didn't that think about that would be the only thing that would flip no, me no you're right yeah i'd be like oh it's delicious but there's no grease in that um, now it looks like an oil spill yeah. i just I, 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 yeah 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 no i didn't think about that <clears throat> then maybe it's best if you have a coke where you take the cap off dip it put the cap back on right so that when you continue drinking your beverage you're not looking at the oil yeah. slick that you've now or created in there or uh, recycle a windex bottle <laughs> delicious oh. mm. other controversial food news other than some rando sticking a chicken finger in a pop is that dunkin donuts is testing whether they should drop the donuts part of their name no not stop serving donuts but so many people love them also for coffee which i get it oh my gosh i love dunkin donuts. you're right Yes. So um, specifically in the Boston area, they have a number mm. of places where they have taken it off of their signs and they're testing it out to mm. see if people freak out that Dunkin' Donuts would just be called Dunkin'. What if the whole purpose of this was to save on the production cost of having donuts and all the logos and <laughs> napkins? And they turn it turns out they save millions a year because they're taking down the signs. I just I listen uh, after the whole I hop I hob thing. I'm right. exhausted. I'm just tired. Don't. Yeah. In other words, you would change the logo. You would drop the donuts and the K-I-N, and Sarah would just be done. <laughs> yes! Yes! Mm -hmm. Of everything you've said today, that's my favorite thing. Not the Uma Thurman is a Klingon? No. Damn it. Uh, I, yes, I'm just quit it. Quit. We don't need something different. We like your donuts. We like your coffee. We're, we know you by your name. People call it DD. Oh, I'm mm. going to DD. I'm going to get coffee and donuts. Leave it alone. Just yeah. quit it. Just stop it. Stop or trying to change it. they could just drop everything except for the DU and just call it duh. <laughs> or duh. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. This next rule is something that it didn't really occur to me, but now I actually fully understand mm. why this might need to be a thing for other tourist places as well. Absolutely. Which is that in Florence, they now on specific streets that lead right into the heart, the center of where everyone would go mm -hmm. for their um, to see all the beautiful buildings in the center of town, they have snacking rules. Mm. And they have certain times of the day where you are not allowed to eat outside of restaurants or plate. Like you can't be in the street having some chips or some gelato or whatever on these certain streets at certain mm. times. Because people are pigs. Right. And when you have just locusts of tourists coming in in crowds, I want to take a picture. And then, <laughs> you know, oh, hi, kids. Geez, geez, Sarah, where are these tourists <laughs> coming from? Eat your mm. walking taco. Don't worry if I can't find a trash can. So I understand why they might do it. But 
then at the same time, all of the places that sell the snacks and the ice cream or the gelato or whatever might be saying, well, you're kind of cutting into our business a right. little bit. But I just thought it was fascinating that they have signs up all over town, like this time to this time, you shut that mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and you stop shoving food in it. As a, in, a, in an unrelated but related story, uh, Florence Henderson once said, no snacking in Tiger's Clubhouse <laughs> or Doghouse. Exactly. Now, every year, the dictionary adds more words to it. Mm. They become part of our cultural lexicon, and they're like, all right, fine, yes. we'll put it in the dictionary. And Food & Wine actually did an article that was about the food-related terms that have now made it into the dictionary. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are just sort of shortening other words. and they, So guac is in there because it's, it's too exhausting to say yeah. guacamole. You can't say amole. <laughs> A mole. Whitewashing the Mexican culture. <laughs> um, avo, because also I don't have the energy to say avocado. At the rate we're going, the English language is all going to be shortened versions of everything. <laughs> hey, Sar. Hey, Soup. Yeah. Just the. Yeah. Just the. <laughs> uh, so you've got avo, you've got guac, you've got uh, marg for margarita. Hey, marg. Yeah. And zook for zucchini. This is so stupid. No, I know. And then because <laughs> because the the spiralized vegetable noodles as replacement because you know pasta is from the devil apparently. Yes. Um, so zoodle, as in a zucchini noodle, was mm. enough of a thing that they had to put it in the dictionary. Uh, is labradoodle <laughs> in the dictionary? You know, that's actually a good how, question. How does zoodle beat labradoodle into you the know dictionary? What? I don't know that it has. I have not done my labradoodle research in the dictionary to see if it's in there, but on the online version of the dictionary, I bet it is. May, or Urban Dictionary. No, With some don't, troll. Don't, the real labradoodle definition, and then the second one is number two. Yeah. Labradoodle. <laughs> uh, act in Thailand where, uh-oh. You know, it's, it's, like, always, it's always some sex act. You right. do like the most benign sounding right. Thing, like, oh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You don't want to know yeah. what a peanut butter exactly. and jelly sandwich is on Urban Dictionary. Do you want to do look the it most up. ridiculous rabbit hole ever? Go on to Urban Dictionary and just <laughs> randomly put in day-to-day yeah. -day terminology. Shoelace. Oh, my God. <laughs> the kids are shoelacing each other. Well, that's, that's where you take a shoelace, then you put it in your nose, and then after that, you pull it into somebody's. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. No, it's almost like an art. It's like a skill that they yeah. have been able to take things that just seem so innocent, and they are not mm -mm. innocent anymore once you go to Urban Dictionary. But I was happy that Hangry made it into yeah. Yes, Hangry's for reals. Yeah, that's a that's mm. a thing. That's yes. an actual. That's, this one that's I know where about. you uh, get so hungry you want to hang yourself. No, it, actually, you know what Hangry's going to be in about a year? Heh. Oh my gosh, are you heh? Oh, you bite your lip. Don't. I don't want to. Just. It's okay. <laughs> we can handle two syllables, people. Right. It's okay. No, actually, have you heard the way some people talk? <laughs> can we really handle more than can one syllable? Can we handle it? I don't think. Let's we just can. go to nonverbal communication. <laughs> Let's just go ASL. Everybody, ASL. Let's do it. All right, when we get back, we have an amazing video that has to do with some people in a confined space mm. and a gigantic lion, and everything could have gone horribly wrong, but instead they went the way of the video that we'll show you next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, so and enlightened? I've been listening. Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The new Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. 
for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating what you're thinking and how you're feeling join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's lifestyles channel stream the life you want to live Detroit on Facebook where uh, we have lots of fun videos and things for you to enjoy and also embarrassing photos and videos of us the most yes. recent of which being me um, as a tiny tiny child with one of my back-to-school photos and uh, it's not good actually what you don't know about Sarah is that uh, she's like Benjamin Button and <laughs> that's what she's going to look like in a few years. Yes, that's a future yeah, photo. That's future I'm Sarah. going to be much smaller and much younger <laughs> yes. in the future. That's how this is going to work. There is a safari park in Crimea, and they had an incident, I don't know, uh, less than a couple months ago, mm. where one of the lions that was loose in the park, because you're supposed to have a more um, you know, up-close-and-personal experience in this right. particular safari park with the animals, um, was not happy with one oh. of the people. Was he, uh, was he in the Crimea River? Mm, Crimea River. And he mauled a woman who tried to touch his mane. He's like, don't touch the dude. Yeah. And grabbed her by the arm and was like dragging her through the park. Yes. And so he chose 12 Oaks Mall. He's like, oh my gosh, no, by <laughs> the traffic patterns are so weird. <laughs> and you would think that people, after hearing about one of the lions being grumpy, might not want to go back to this particular no, safari park. Because if they're having a bad day, you're the one that's mm. going to be in trouble. But people were like, nope, I want to get my pictures and my selfie with the lion <laughs> for my social media. This is what's wrong with social media. What? <laughs> it's more dangerous than anybody ever expected? Of course I'll go there. Sign and, me up. And take more pictures. Yes. This will go viral. 
Now, lucky for this particular group on this safari that has a very close encounter with this lion, this lion just wanted to love everybody and lick them and hug them and name them all George. So enjoy this lion video. отсюда выпихаю Филя ну машинка новая все крутит руль сел за руль уже Филя попа Филя Филя давай Нет, я тебя тоже люблю Филя иди здоровайся Скажи всем здравствуйте. Скажи, кто хотел снять поближе? Скажи, кто хотел снять поближе? Может выйти? Нет, скажи, мы хотим. Странные туристы. Is there thinking? Yeah. Well, we don't think a lion could consume all of us like in one second right now. Right. So one of us would die, but the rest of us right. would have plenty of time to get out of here. And, and all of you who have ever had a cat that's not declawed, <laughs> that's how crazy shit starts. Yeah. When you have a cat that's not it's declawed. It's all cute. And then uh -huh. all of a sudden. Meow, meow. Then it's like grab onto your legs and don't let go for the next <laughs> half hour. Oh, God. Mm. So anyway, I'm glad it worked out well for them this time. Right. Next time, I can only imagine. Oh, no. You know what's going to happen? Hmm. Somebody's going to go, well, I, wanted, I want the cuddle with the lion treatment as well. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go right now. I didn't get my lion hug. Well, we can mm. make that happen. I enjoy Jimmy Fallon. Sometimes I think he is a little cheeseball or a little too manic, but he seems like he's relatively yeah. a good dude. My favorite, um, you know, part of Jimmy Fallon mm -hmm. is uh, is those times where he kind of, uh, it has only happened once or twice. Right. Where he he kind of loses it during a sketch and he snickers a little bit, just a little bit. Or if he's interviewing somebody and yeah. he laughs way too hard yeah. at everything that they say. Yeah. yeah. Or, um, you know, every now and then, you know, he'll get together with a band and he'll do some type of musical thing. Mm -hmm. It's really rare when he does that. But my goodness, when he does, it doesn't get any better than that. Well, what he did lately was really nice. He was out to dinner in the Hilton with his wife, and they were at what I'm assuming has to be an extremely expensive restaurant because there was a group of two couples sitting at a table, and he was walking past, and he overheard them sort of debating whether they should go over there and bother Jimmy Fallon and his wife. Mm. And they're like, or should we just let him, you know, have his meal and leave him alone? And because they left him alone, he picked up their tab, which was over $1,000 for four people. What are you eating and drinking? Right. And in the Hamptons, it must be like a gazillion dollars per lettuce leaf for right. everything that you're eating. But he was so um, grateful to them for letting him just kind of enjoy a chill night out and not bother him that he walked mm. up to their table and, and he's and he said But did they really appreciate treat. it? If you're having a $1,000 dinner and somebody picks up the tab, is somebody picking up the tab even important to you? Yes. If, if, it fall, if the tab falls in the woods, does it make a noise? <laughs> I thought it was very cool, and I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed being back for our show, and we will see you again tomorrow on Pop That Culture.